Good morning, everyone, and welcome to worship. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe. From the rising of the sun to its setting, your name is proclaimed in all the world. The Lord be with you. Before we sing our first hymn, uh, two very important people have a birthday tomorrow. And one of them is a special birthday. So Rodney's 79 again, so not a special birthday for him, but Rodney, we love you anyway. And Michael will be <clears throat> 40 times two tomorrow. So, shall we join together in singing them a very happy birthday? Happy. Happy birthday. The good news is, um, well, that's good news in itself, but the even better news is that because, sadly, we missed Rachel's birthday because she was in hospital, Michael and Rachel have very kindly brought some cake to share with us all with our coffee after the service, so we look forward to that. And now we're going to sing together, Brightest and Best of the Sons of the Morning.
And so we bring our heart's adoration to God as we pray. God of God, light of light, true God of true God, may we surrender ourselves to you, lay our gifts at your feet, and kneel down and worship, lost in wonder, love, and praise. Amen. Christ is our peace. If anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, everything has become new. Lord Jesus, illuminate the darkness in our hearts. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, Open our eyes to your saving love. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, unstop our ears to hear your living word. Lord, have mercy. May the God of love bring us back to himself, forgive us our sins, and assure us of eternal life. In Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Now, before our children go off to junior church, I've got a question for them. Today is the day that we're especially thinking about the three wise men who brought presents to Jesus. So if you had to pick a present for Jesus... What would you bring? What would you bring to Jesus? Not sure. We're going to have to think about that. Ha, I've got you there now. Okay, anyone can answer? Oh, we've got an answer here. What would you bring to Jesus? A pram. A pram. Well, that would be exceptionally useful and practical at that stage of his life. What about you? Love. Love. Well, you can never have too much love, so I'm just thought Jesus would be thrilled with your love. Oh, we've had a chance to think over here now. Light. Light. Be very useful in a stable, wouldn't it? Yes. Light. Still pondering. What did you say? What did you say? Is it tractor? Tractor. That is another great and practical present. So let's take a moment to pray with our children as they prepare to go and learn more about this story. Father, we thank you that you are always ready to receive our gifts, that you rejoice when we come to you. May all of us today ponder more deeply the mystery of your love in this story of the coming of the three wise men. Amen. Have a good time. Grateful for the glory revealed today through God made flesh, we pray. Creator of the heavens, who led the Magi by a star to worship the Christ child, guide and sustain us, that we may find our journey's end in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now Dawn's going to give us the first of our readings. A reading from Paul's ministry to the Gentiles Ephesians, chapter 3, verses 1 to 12. This is the reason that I, Paul, am a prisoner for Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles. For surely you have already heard of the commission of God's grace that was given me for you and how the mystery was made known to me by revelation as I wrote above in a few words, a reading of which will enable you to perceive my understanding of the mystery of Christ. 
In former generations, this mystery was not made known to humankind, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. That is, the Gentiles have become fellow heirs, members of the same body, and sharers in the promise of Christ Jesus through the gospel. Of this gospel, I have become a servant according to the gift of God's grace that was given me by the working of his power. Although I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to me to bring to the Gentiles the news of the boundless riches of Christ and to make everyone see what is the plan of the mystery hidden for the ages in God, who created all things so that through the church the wisdom of God in its rich variety might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was in accordance with the eternal purpose that he has carried out in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have access in boldness and confidence through faith in him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We stand to sing, as with gladness men of old. standing for the gospel. Alleluia, alleluia. 
Christ was revealed in the flesh, proclaimed among the nations, and believed in throughout the world. Alleluia. Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him, and calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there, ahead of them, went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. May I speak in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. I don't know about you, but for the past few days, I've been struggling with those early January blues. Weather, grey and miserable. Check. Still not completely recovered from that nasty cold. Check. Worn out from keeping a brave face on through the festive season. Check. Overwhelmed by the terrible things happening in our world. Check. I am more than ready for some good news. And fortunately, good news is what we have this morning. As Paul tells the Ephesians, the good news, the gospel that he has come to share with them is that they are included. They are fellow heirs, members of the same body, sharers in the promise in Christ Jesus. And of course, although we don't often think of ourselves this way, we, like the Ephesians, are Gentiles, the very group for the sake of whom Paul dedicated his life and mission. So we are fellow heirs, we are members in the same body, we are sharers in the promises, and we are all of this together with one another and with the whole company of saints living and departed. But even before Paul's mission, God was calling the Gentiles to come and meet God in the form of the baby in the manger. The wise men of Matthew's story, Gentiles all, are our representatives. God has already demonstrated 
the upside-down nature of the good news by coming to us not as a warrior king, but as a fragile baby, and by sending angelic messengers of the birth, not to the religious professionals, but to the marginalised shepherds out on the hillside. And now God calls these wise men, seekers after esoteric knowledge in the stars, to leave their homes and journey way outside their comfort zones in order to encounter this new thing that God is doing. Of course, the wise men are not as wise as they think they are. And we all know that if they'd been wise women, they would have arrived on time, brought a casserole, and there'd be peace on earth. (laughs) But the wise men make a tragic mistake in assuming that the newborn king will be found in the palace in Jerusalem. They alert Herod to something that is potentially undermining his power, and his ultimate response is to massacre every child who might possibly be the one they were seeking. But the wise men know nothing of this and continue their journey. At their journey's end, even though it was not what they were expecting to find, Matthew tells us that they were overwhelmed with joy. The gospel describes the wise men as kneeling down before the baby and paying him homage. It's an old-fashioned phrase describing an ancient practice of kneeling before your liege lord and swearing your life and loyalty to him. So the wise men surrender themselves to the child And this is further demonstrated by opening their treasure chests and laying their gifts at his feet. Now, we don't have to sing We Three Kings to remind ourselves that the gifts point to Jesus' vocation as king, priest and sacrifice. But I think that the gifts also tell us more about the wise men themselves. And perhaps that means it tells us more about ourselves. For what they lay before the feet of Jesus is also a symbol of what gives them power, status and authority. It represents the ways that they exert control in their own lives and seek to impress other people. All this they have laid at the feet of Jesus. Already pilgrims in a foreign land, they make themselves even more vulnerable as they surrender more of themselves to this astonishing encounter. There is something in the example of the wise men for us. Last week, Naomi encouraged us having encountered God's love in Jesus for ourselves, to ponder what word God is calling us to speak into the world. Next week, we too will be asked to surrender ourselves and all our signs of power, authority and status in the words of the covenant prayer. I am no longer my own, but yours. I freely and wholeheartedly yield all things to your pleasure and disposal. So as you prepare for the covenant service, I invite you to consider what it is that you need to let go of and lay down at the feet of Jesus? Are there things that you do to try and control situations and people around you? 
Are you hiding yourself behind an identity that you think you need in order to be considered worthy? Do you fear that you need to perform in some way to be acceptable? Let go of it all. The world teaches us that we need to keep our armour on at all times, that we need to attack in order to defend ourselves, that we need to make ourselves more impressive in order to be noticed or valued. Remember, God turns the ways and the values of the world upside down. We do not have to impress God, even if such a thing were possible. We do not have to demonstrate how worthy and well-qualified we are. We do not have to pile up our resources around us like some kind of giant security blanket. When we come to kneel at the feet of Jesus, the invitation is always to come as we are, even if we're feeling those early January blues. God welcomes all God's prodigal sons and daughters with our past mistakes, our pettiness, our fears, our anxieties. God invites us to lay all this at the feet of Jesus too. When we kneel with the wise men, when we take a deep breath and to prepare to pledge our covenant with God, the good news is that God has already done everything necessary for that covenant to stand. God only longs for us to allow God to love us. God only longs to give each of us exactly what it is that we need to play our part in the body of Christ. To share in making the promises of Jesus a reality, it is our inheritance as fellow heirs with Christ. My favourite character in the Moomin Troll books is Snufkin. And if you've read them, it will be obvious to you, as it is to me, that Snufkin is the Christ figure in the stories about Moomin Troll. Now, Snufkin declares that he does not want to be cluttered up with stuff to carry, even if it appears to be treasure. He wants to keep his hands free and open so that he can receive whatever is being offered. God only wants us to let go and open our hands so that we can receive. God sees infinite possibility in us to embody God's love to a hungry and broken world. God will give us everything we need for our calling if we let go of that other stuff and open our hands. It is into our hands that God will pour out the boundless riches of Christ so that we, in our turn, may pour them out to others. Paul reminds the Ephesians that it is through us, the church, that the wisdom of God in all its rich variety will be made known to a waiting world. It is through us in our infinite variety that God will speak God's word to Sharrow, to Netheredge, to Sheffield. Who knows where God will call us? As we prepare to let go of all that is bogging us down and receive what God has for us, may we, like the wise men, be filled with overwhelming joy.
Amen. Let it be so. gifts that the Magi brought to the Christ child, let us pray. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe. To you be praise and glory forever. As gold in the furnace is tried and purified seven times in the fire, so purify our hearts and minds that we may be a royal priesthood, acceptable in the service of your kingdom. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe. To you be praise and glory forever. As our prayer rises up before you as incense, so may we be presented before you with penitent hearts and uplifted hands to offer ourselves in your priestly service. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe. To you be praise and glory forever. As you give medicine to heal our sickness, and the leaves of the tree of life for the healing of nations. So anoint us with your healing power, that we may be the first fruits of your new creation. Blessed be God forever. And now Bill will lead us in our prayers of intercession. Dear Lord, you promised to hear us when we pray in faith through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus. Thank you for the stars. We have seen amazing pictures from the new telescope in space. Demonstrations of your glorious creation. Clouds of dust where stars are born. Staggering distances per picture. Dots of light transformed by wonderful technology. The Magi were men, though they probably had skilled, inspirational, supportive wives that don't get mentioned. We pray for your church here. Our church. As we seek to be not the most human, that way has horrors in the path, but the best human. As we see you in one another and in our neighbours, May that be our epiphany, realising that we are made in your image. Stardust. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for our nation that justice and the common good might be the objective of our government, not division, aggrandizement and greed. Please give justice to Mr Bates and the sub-postmasters. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. We hear reports of terrible injustices, wars and destruction in Eastern Europe, Palestine, Africa and Arabia. These are just the worst or the newest. We ask for better 
humanity. Demonstrated by kindness, love and mercy. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We ask for courage, peace and wholeness for those who are unwell. Just now, there are lots of coughs that won't go away. It's depressing and boring being ill. Unable to act as we would normally. The chronically sick know all about this. We ask that those we know and love are wrapped within the wings of your love and compassion. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Just the worst time of a year for a journey. We remember those who have died, asking that as we journey on, looking for Jesus, we might find eternal life in your kingdom with them when we reach our journey's end. Merciful Father, I accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good morning, everybody, uh, those who are here and those who are joining us online, for whom it may not be morning. Um, I hope you've all received the notices. Uh, if you haven't, there are some on the table uh, that you can look at. Um, and if you would like to receive them online, please uh, tell Janet. Uh, there's not a great many notices this week, but um, an awful lot of it really is about peace and justice. And as reflected in Bill's prayers, that's not surprising. Um, so please read all about uh, Gaza and um, uh, Life on the Breadland exhibition, which is happening um, at Highfield Trinity. Um, during February. Uh, also a notice from um, Fiona Watson <coughs> about a talk this Friday in uh, Mearsbrook Scout Hut. Uh, an Israeli lady uh, married to a British man um, who uh, takes retreats for Israelis and Palestinians and people from all over the world uh, in Gaza and she's uh, giving a talk about her experiences this, this Friday. So if you're interested in that, uh, please see Fiona for further details. Um, so, yes, just read the notices. Thank you very much. Would you please stand? Our Saviour Christ is the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there shall be no end. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us offer one another a sign of peace. Our offertory hymn, well, it's not really our offertory hymn, but I couldn't help that. Uh, Lord of creation, to you be all praise.
Lord, accept your people's gifts, not gold, frankincense, or myrrh, but hearts and voices raised in praise of Jesus Christ, our light and our salvation. Amen. The Lord is here. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, it is our duty and our joy at all times and in all places to give you thanks and praise, Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and Eternal God, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. And now we give you thanks for the leading of a star. You have revealed your only Son to the world, that in following him we are led from darkness into his marvellous light. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and saying, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Accept our praises, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And as we follow his example and obey his command, grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood. Who, in the same night that he was betrayed, took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of your kingdom, and with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Accept through him our great High Priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours for ever and ever. Amen. Believing in the promises of God as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as on heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, 
now and forever. Amen. We break the bread of life, and that life is the light of the world. God, here among us, light in the midst of us, bring us to light and life. God's holy gifts for God's holy people. Jesus Christ is holy. Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. help noticing some people bringing some exciting things into church so let's have a look at what you've been up to oh wow oh that's very smart come right into the middle so everybody can see you that's lovely wow so who are these people the three wise men Three wise men. Oh, you can tell that because... Can you tell that because you've got beards? Well, some days I'm not sure. So what have they got with them? Gifts. And what gifts were they? Gold, frankincense and myrrh. Oh, that's good. And which one's your favourite? The one with the heart. Yeah, I like that one best. Oh, wow. And did you do that all yourself? I'm sure you did. <laughs> Thank you very much for sharing these beautiful pictures with us. So what did you learn about the three wise men? Were they wise? Yes, they were wise. Okay. And do you want to be like them? Do you want to bring your gifts to Jesus? Well, not the one I got for Christmas, obviously, but... We're thinking about it. Well, it's good to think about it because it's a serious thing to think about. So thank you very much for sharing your pictures with us. Let us pray. Lord God, the bright splendour whom the nations see, May we, who with the wise men have been drawn by your light, discern the glory of your presence in your Son, the Word made flesh, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe. 
From the rising of the sun to its setting, your name is proclaimed in all the world. When the time had fully come, you sent the Son of Righteousness. To him the fullness of your glory dwells. To you be glory and praise forever. May God the Father, who led the wise men by the shining of a star to find the Christ, the light from light, lead us in our pilgrimage to find the Lord. Amen. May God, who has delivered us from the dominion of darkness, give us a place with the saints in light in the kingdom of his beloved Son. May the light of the glorious gospel of Christ shine in our hearts and fill our lives with his joy and peace. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among us now and remain with us always. Amen. Our final hymn is Hail to the Lord's Anointed.
have seen his glory. The glory reveals the nations. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. <laughs>